We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation. Presented by Twisted Tea. We had breakfast this morning to celebrate. Matter of fact, happy birthday to my beautiful daughter and talented daughter. She turned 21 today. Mm. So that has been an experience looking at a 20-year-old at my dining room table. And then on top of that, happy anniversary to my parents. My daughter was actually born on that anniversary. And uh, my dad was in front of the fireplace. And he said, that's the most upset he's been at my mother when she got up and packed the suitcase. Mm. All righty. All righty. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, what? we we going to get a good vibes. We're going we gonna to play. Uh, I don't know. We probably don't got the rights to it, but we're going to sing Babyface Anniversary to your parents. You know, do you know what? Today is it's our anniversary. anniversary. Hey, happy listen, happy anniversary to the parents. Happy birthday, your little girl. I'm gonna tell you, I'm an uncle seven going on eight times over, right? And I don't live in Detroit with my nephews and nieces. So every time I come home, they're so much bigger, they're so much older. It's like you are not that little kid that I knew last time I left here. What's going on? You were just in the Girl Scouts. Now you cheering for the same little league team I used to play for, playing for the same little league team I used to play for. This it's a it's a beautiful thing watching the little ones get older and grow and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, that's that that is. I'm gonna tell you, we we are both blessed men in many many ways, and, and your family is, you know, I, even outside of y'all getting to pick what you want on Thanksgiving, y'all are absolutely blessed. Hey man, this Notre Dame fan base, Wolfpack fan base, it's a blessing to be able to just root for a team, yeah. right? Yeah, and connect your emotions to the ups and downs, and I think as Older I the older I get, my Saturdays don't end up ruined mm-hmm. like they used to when yeah. Notre Dame took an L. Now I'm able to kind of like, you know, cap it off yeah. and actually go out, have some fun, come back, move on, and get ready for the next game. And yeah. that is a tradition that I think Notre Dame fans are going to be able to step out of. Well, because well, guess what, bro? Next year, there is no more pressure of having to go undefeated the playoffs are expanded like notre dame if there were a 12 team playoff would still have an outside shot yeah even sitting at 18 it would take a lot yeah but they would have an outside shot well to you get know to a 12 team playoff first thing first i just want to say 
that they booed me when I originally said that the playoffs should be 12 teams. Everybody booed me when I first said that. When they first came out this playoff, I said this should be the format. Mm-hmm. Every Power 5 champion and Group of 5 champion that is inside the RPI top 35 to 45, whichever number you feel more comfortable with, should get in. And if your conference champion is outside of that number, they should be replaced by an at-large bid. And then there should be two at-large bids on top of that. And I was booed for saying that. I was told, oh, Central Michigan could never beat Bama. Rawr, 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 rawr. And, oh, look what happened when they expanded the playoff in Division Two. It's still North Dakota State every year. And I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, you know, that the Bamas, the Notre Dames, the Ohio States, the, the um, you know, Clemson's and whatnot of the world wouldn't still win it a lot. All I'm saying is, Everybody deserves a shot. That way we don't get what we got in, what was it, 2017, where UCF called themselves national champions because they didn't get a shot. I understand. I understand their position because they legitimately did not get a shot that they earned. They beat everybody in front of them. Their average margin of victory was about three touchdowns. So, And and that's on the side of the little teams here. But if we're talking about a Notre Dame, Notre Dame should be in it almost every year. Like, very mm-hmm. seriously, in it mm-hmm. almost every year. There, There is no reason why Notre Dame should be outside the top 12 teams every year. But then the challenge becomes different because then the challenge doesn't become just get there. There's 12 teams there now. So you mm-hmm. should be. That's that's the floor. What is the expectation at that point? Win a few games while you're there. And because you don't have a conference yeah. alignment, you have to go through yeah. a longer journey. Yeah. Right? You can't get one of those first four by. Mm-hmm. So now it's a di- little different, but it's a lot of pressure. Notre Dame fans enjoy next year because the pressure you felt game to game for the last 35 years trying to chase that Lou Holtz national championship from 1988 is going to feel a little bit different, right? Yeah. If you take an early loss at Texas AM, relax. Relax. We don't play Florida State and USC until November. Schedule is kind of soft up until that point. Louisville comes to town, but you expect Notre Dame will have a lot of motivation for Louisville yeah. when they come to South Bend next year. A lot of motivation. So you mm-hmm. would expect that Notre Dame would be ready to roll in September when the Cardinals invade Notre Dame Stadium. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Okay, bro. 
the chat was upset. They didn't like us throwing turkey and dressing mm -hmm. under, you know, yeah. under the bus. Yeah. Like, well, hey guys, move on. It is what it is. You know, it's okay to be non-traditional and expand your palate. Expand, expand your palate. Expand, expand, expand your palate. Go beyond the tradition. It's okay. It's the same thing as Notre Dame fans. We've been begging the administration to do. Well, guess what? You can do the same thing for Thanksgiving. Just expand your palate. Yeah, drop, off, you. drop off some of them ducats. Drop off some of them ducats. All of a sudden, all those kids that was going to go to overtime elite or whatever, oh, all mm -hmm. the, they hooping at Notre Dame. Ain't that something? Mm -hmm. We ain't had a team like this since what? Digger Phelps was there. Ain't that something? Says David Rivers, LaFonso Ellis. Oh, you'll look up. Amy Sweet, Edgar Bennett. Yeah, you'll look up and say, now, wait a minute. Where, where did all these 6'6 six, six boys that run 4'4s four and know how to get out to the pass and come from? Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do yeah. what you got to do. It's a different world. It's a different world. Players are more aware of the business side of this thing than ever, right? Like, for example, you look at the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is the greatest example of why college players are going to need to start getting paid more, right? Yeah. What happened to the Pro Bowl? You hear the older guys talking about it all the time. I heard Deion Sanders talk about, back in my day, we wanted to, I wanted to line up against Jerry in the Pro Bowl because I said, I'm bad at you. You bad at me. Let's get it going. Let's yeah. see who the baddest is. And that's that's what it was. But now players are so keenly aware of the financial side of this to say, well, now, wait a minute. I could go up against Justin Jefferson and say, I'm going to lock you down for the day. I can give everything I got to it. But what if I tweak something? Yeah. What if I tweak something? What if coming out of my break, my knee break out the break? Then what? Yeah. yeah. Then what do we do? Now, now I'm out of 10 million, 15 million, 40 million, however many. Lord forbid if I'm in my rookie contract still, I'm crying and throwing up because I done lost it all. I done yeah. lost it all out here messing around and, and trying to take that serious. It's going to be the same thing for college players. College players are now becoming more aware of the business aspect. Never. I asked a player, I'm not going to name this player. I asked a player to come on to Locked On, uh, one of the Locked On shows I do. I said, hey, you want to charge you? He wants I to heard, charge you. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not the charge thing. I heard. Hey, just get in touch with my agent. Here's their contact information. You got to We had a dude last year who transferred in that tried to charge us. Like, fam, first of all, you're not even really, really know the dame. Like, relax. We're trying yeah. to give you some exposure. Trying to yeah. help Ike. And uh, yeah, he tried to hit us with an uh, invoice. We were like, okay, that's the end of that discussion. Yeah. But move, hey, breakups. Mm -hmm. Nothing worse than a holiday breakup, bro. Because, you know, we're, we're going into what is called and deemed cuffing season, bro. Mm -hmm. See, during cuffing season, you know, some people like to have one option. Some people might want to have multiple options mm -hmm. during cuffing season. And yeah. it seems like uh, one Dave Clarkson was feeling a little emotional yesterday, bro. And uh, I don't know why he felt this way. But uh, well, this, this is what he had to say. Let's just check out what he had to say. First. There's no point in complaining about it. Um, you know, we saw it last week in South Bend, right? I mean, it's, you know, here's a guy that we recruited and we developed and, you know, they're putting a video on him saying, we will always love you. And I'm like, you only dated him for a couple of months. It can't be love. <laughs> We're the ones that love him. We had five years with him. You rented him for a season. So, <laughs> you 
you know, and that's, you know, they, they, they bought them and rented them for a year and now they love them. So it's, uh, you know, that, that, when that video played, I just like, holy cow, this is where college football is. So. <laughs> you realize that quote about to go off everywhere. Whatever, I'm past <laughs> the point. I mean, it, it is what it is, right? And again, you know, Sam and I had a great discussion before the game and after the game. And, you know, I love the young man. I really do. And I don't blame him at all for what he did. I mean, how, you can't have – that's the system now. And for him to have the opportunity, you know, to have that experience and make that type of money in one year, who can fault him? All right, wait, Sean, are you muted or, or can I just not hear you? Yeah, I'm muted. I was okay, just going to say, you. I'm going to turn it over to you, Dave Claus, and I just want to salute you for mm -hmm. being authentic. Regardless mm -hmm. of what anybody says, yeah. whether they agree or disagree, that was 100% authentic. Go ahead, bro. You know, in the words of Friday, he's going to cry in the car. Um, oh, absolutely. He, he, he played that Bobby Womack, if you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight, tonight girl. girl. Let me tell you, because... <laughs> Because this is a situation, this is a situation where, you know, it didn't work out for, and, and this is with all due respect to Notre Dame fans, this didn't work out the way that anybody thought it would, right? Like Sam going to Notre Dame didn't make Notre Dame an exponentially better team. It didn't raise his draft stock a ton. It hurt Wake Forest a ton. This is a breakup where everybody, everybody got a little bit worse. It's like the DeBarge family breaking up. This ain't like uh, the Jackson 5 where one of them go on to become a superstar. Destiny Todd where one of them go on to, you know, it's and just like every becomes a superstar in her own right. Yeah, yeah. You know this is this is this is one of those you know the barge moments where a great group broke up and and nobody really got all that much better from it. And I understand what he meant. I I get what he meant from a standpoint of like, hey, you know, this is what college football is now, and it's different than what I've I've seen. But this also has a little bit of old man shakes his fist at cloud thing. You know what I mean? Like this is it's kind of. Like, yes, you're right. Sam went on to make that kind of money playing college football, which would have never been possible before, sure. But it's the way the world is now, bro. Get with the program. And I, I remember there was a phrase growing, there was a phrase I would hear a lot growing up that, you know, I I took it everywhere with me that um, you know, number is two of them actually. Number one, you can't stop the rain. Okay. That's that's something that, you know, regardless of how much we hate it, it's gonna come. And number two, you either roll with it or get rolled over. That's the new law of college football. Everybody talks about, oh, well, you know, all of the smaller schools are just going to be feeder schools. Well, you know what your job is at that point? Go find the schools smaller than you, post their guys. Mm. You got to recruit your guys while they're on the roster. You got to do more because you have more. Football was not always this $100 billion entity. College football was not always that. When the term student athlete was first coined, the NCAA was literally one filing cabinet. That's what it was. This is so far from that. There are literally tons of millionaires being made by college football who don't do anything outside of college football. So, yeah, I, I bet that it's, you know, a different world than what you walked into, Coach and Dave Lawson. But at the end of the day, Kirk Herbstreit wasn't making millions back when you was doing your thing. The announcers on TV talking about college football, they weren't making millions. They weren't living in the lives of luxury and traveling private jets from city to city to city. There was no, and we're coming to your city when you start coaching coach. 
that, that so yes, college football has changed. All of this is a part of the deal. All of it. All of it. The commercialization. All these coaches becoming superstars. Nick Saban being in every Aflac commercial you can imagine. Caleb Williams being in every Wendy's commercial you can imagine. All of this is is part of the deal. And I I'm really I'm glad that he approached it from a standpoint of that's where we are now and not, oh, shame on these selfish players, shame on these selfish, because for years, for years, there've been guys like me coming through college football who, you know, the the thought was, I'm going to change my family's life. I'm going to change the course of my family's life. And you walk away with a college degree without financial burden. Yes. But I also walk away with two, uh, two scars on my left bicep, from tearing my bicep, uh, two scar or a scar on both of my Achilles from tearing my Achilles. Like the the coaches and administrators, you know, they they looked at us like uh like um TI looked at at uh, the uncle in in ATL. This my house. You just been getting over. You just been getting over. They looking at the players like why you yo, trying to curve us on the cereal. Exactly. Yo, your education is you getting over, and in reality. Again, everybody around college football was making money. Everybody yeah. was getting paid. Everybody around college basketball was making money. Sonny Vaccaro made it and, and Nike made it that everybody yeah. was making money. Everybody yeah. made money except the That's actual the guys who went out there and tore their body down, the young women and men who tore their bodies down for the program, who tore their bodies down for all day. So I respect Dave Clawson's opinion, but at the end of the day, it's old man shaking fist at cloud because we're never going back. Pandora's box is open. You can't shed it and say, hey, I know y'all were making money, but that's over now. It's it's done. You can regulate it so this better ran, but yeah. you can't close that door. Now, now see, that's why I am, because I am not this guy that just feels like it should be the wild, wild west. We, yeah. need, some, we need some guardrails to this yeah. thing, right? Specifically at, look, December 4th is, I think, December 18th is National Signing Day, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Transfer Day, Portal, December yeah. 4th. And it's about to be bigger than National Signing Day. As you talk about changes in college football, transfer portal opening day is about to be bigger than National Signing Day. Yeah, that's where we are. So, like, you want to stay in the past and you want to stay in tradition, man. You better recognize and try to get ahead of the game, right, Dave Clawson? Hey, go poach. Yeah, go yeah, poach. And- let me tell you and, something. And this is, let me tell you something. I will say this, though. Yesterday, I had about a five-minute rant because mm-hmm. I was upset. It wasn't even about Sam Hartman. He just happened to be part of the rant. Notre Dame did some clout chasing this weekend because on senior day with Wake Forest in the building, they chose to announce Sam Hartman last. I said, wait a minute. Hold on. That dude does not represent Notre Dame? That's J.D. Bertrand, Cam Hart, the dudes that actually came through here, blood, sweat, and tears for four or five years. That's They represent you. This dude is a hired gun. You brought yeah. him here for three games, specifically. He went one and two in those games. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. I, I and he lost the game that no one expected Notre Dame to lose. And you're going to announce him last year clout chasing because now you're doing it because Wake Forest is here. You're trying to ride off of that situation instead of just doing the right thing. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, you know, that that is some nasty work to me personally. I, I do agree. And at the end of the day, I think the most important thing for us to keep in mind is 
I understand the thought of like, hey, we want to make it attractive for our transfer guys and tell them like, oh, you come here, we're going to love you and take care of you and all that. Yeah. But have some coolness and decor of a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you you, you kind of got to recognize like, yeah, this was their guy and all that. And, and it, it's like, it's like if you took a guy's girl and then you ride by his job and, and you know, you got to make sure, hey, man, just put the number right. four in the bag, bro. Put the right. number for extra sauce. I need extra sauce. On my mid- baby, you want anything? You want anything? All right, just making sure you don't got to do all that. You don't got to do all that. It's plenty. You know, you could have did this a, a thousand other ways. And uh, with all due respect, again, Notre Dame has been a program that is class personified. Yeah. Is you know has been known as like the standard in terms of hey, the, our standard is our standard. We run our program the way we run our program. Everybody don't agree with it. It don't work out with everybody. But this is Notre Dame, and this is how we do it. I don't think that was a very Notre Dame moment for them. Like, just, just being completely transparent and honest, I don't think it was a very Notre Dame moment for them. And I understand that that was one of those moments where, you know, they kind of they kind of slapped Dave Clawson upside the head. So I understand him saying, you know, they say we'll always love him, but we we raised him from a baby. He came in us. He, he did. He had a mullet. The mustache wasn't there. He came in this scrawny little short kid, and we made him what he is. I get it. I get it a thousand percent. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, All's fair in love and war, and let's add football to the list while we're at it, right? Because recruiting and all that, you know, it's, it's the same type of deal. And, again, at the end of the day, I tell people the same thing all the time. You know, I remember um, somebody asked me on another podcast. They said, Kenton, we've heard you speak on there before. We know how much you hate the Tar Heels. But for $35 million over five years, that's, you know, uh, Spotify podcast is coming to you. And they said they're going to pay you 35 over five. Um, would you denounce your NC State fandom and become a Tar Heels podcaster? I said, are you out of your mind? For 35 over five, I'll burn everything red I own. Every single thing. And I'm a new. That, that's every single thing. That, that thing up there, gone. Gone. It's out of here. Okay? The Canes too. All of it. Gone together. For 35. Baby, that, that's, you know. And, you going and I, to blue heaven? You going to blue heaven for thirty five, bro? <laughs> it's a great day to be a Tar Heel, everybody. I just want to let you all know that uh, we've got Michael Jordan, everybody. No, we've man. got Michael Jordan. They don't have a Michael Jordan over there. We have a Michael Jordan. Duke doesn't have Michael Jordan. North Carolina State doesn't have Michael Jordan. Nobody else has Michael Jordan, brother. You know, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, when you talk, go. No, no other college can even come into conversation for real. So, yeah, you know, LeBron didn't go to college. You know, that's just. But you know. And realistically, again, like I said about the Pro Bowl, players are becoming more cognizant of the business aspect of it. Players are becoming more cognizant of, now, wait a minute. I thought I was going to have to go to the league to change my family's life. Yeah. If I can make two, three, four million at 20, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I do that? Why would I turn that down? You, you do the math on it. You go to school for what, Sean? You go to college for what reason? To get In a education. degree. Yeah. You get a degree for what, Sean? Get a job. You get Make a job money. to do what? Make money. Yes, so sir. I just skipped a couple steps in that process. I just eliminated mm-hmm. a couple steps in one fell swoop. You know, that's how humans are wired. The greatest outcome with the least effort, the greatest desired outcome for the least effort uh, required. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. 
Twisted tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Perfect segue. Outcome, effort. Yeah. How much effort goes into the first plate? Because you want the greatest outcome. We had this debate yesterday. I'm interested in saying because I'm a light first plate guy, right? Because it's a yeah. party at my yeah. parents' house. It's, a, it's, it's well, Thanksgiving is like a party. All the uncles, yeah. the cousins, the nephews, they're of age, the NBA discussions, the NFL discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Incredible. I know if I go heavy first plate, I'm knocked out. Yeah. I, and I'm, I see, missing, I'm missing entertainment. So I see I'm it like light that. on my first plate. I see it like this. You know, it's KYP. KYP. You know what that stands for? Know your personnel. Mm -hmm. You got to know what's going on. Know who's making what. Know what's heavy on you, what's not. You got to know yourself. You got to know your internal personnel to know. If I eat that mac and cheese with that sweet potato pie, my stomach ain't going to allow me to do nothing. If I eat that, them collard greens and them ribs and that turkey, the ice is going to come for me by 3 p.m. I'm going to be knocked yeah. out before any of the games. You got to know your personnel, brother. You got to know your personnel. So for me personally, I, I got the iron gut. I can do whatever on the first plate. However, however, just like KYP goes for me, you also got to scout your opponent. You got to know who cooking what. Because my family, we got a standard set of, hey, this is the rotation. These are the people that cook. This is what they cook, right? Yeah. We stick with that. However, if I'm going to somebody else's house, since I've been in North Carolina, I ain't been able to go home for Thanksgiving every single year. When I eat at somebody else's house, mm, hold on now. Hold on. I got I to gotta know. You know, you got to see, I go real light on the first plate when I'm at somebody else's house. Because that's just, at that point, I'm, I'm just scouting. I'm just I'm just peeping the scenery of this thing. I'm just feeling my way through this thing. You know, you can't dive in here first if you don't know what's going on there. So the first, right. I just get a little nibble because let me tell you something. I'll fold a glass plate if the food nasty. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. I'll fold that thing right in half. Yeah, let's put that in the trash. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, I ate at one of my frat brother's house and uh, his family was cooking. And... I knew it was going to be some problems because the the bread was Boston Market. Um, there was the Boston Market uh, rolls. And don't get me wrong. Boston Market rolls taste amazing. But I knew when I saw them, I said, oh, boy, we in for mm -hmm. something. Then I looked at the mac and cheese. My brother in Christ, that mac and cheese was about beating. I said, oh, oh no. I said, oh, no, yeah. no. Some days. So, no. So, you know, I got my, again, I did what I always do. I got mm -hmm. the plate because I don't know y'all. I don't know y'all food like that. But I saw everything for the most part was either store-bought or one or two-step food. So I said, okay, I'm good to get a little light plate and be done with it. So I get the little light plate. I eat the little plate. I'm, you know, sitting there relaxing. My mm -hmm. That's me. Oh, come on, man. I know you can eat. Go ahead. Get another plate, brother. Don't be scared. The whole family looking at me now. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh. 
I'll go get another plate. When I tell you I got two of them Boston Market Rolls, just the, the slimmest piece of ham you ever see. I mean, this turkey was thinner than my hair lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. You know the bread that they was eating in that little Mickey Mouse meme where they, they dropped that little slice. And you, yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's that's how that's how that was. I, listen, I, you got to know your personnel, brother. So I don't want to give a standard answer because me personally, if I'm eating with my family, oh, that first plate, let me tell you something, that thing going to be heavy. That plate gonna come with some weight behind that thing now. Yeah. But if I'm eating at somebody else's house, the first plate, I'm just I'm feeling my way through the scenery. I gotta, okay. you know, what it's we got. Like a heavyweight boxing match, like exactly. Exactly. Now listen, if it's a rematch, if this is the thriller in Manila, we don't fought a couple times already. All right, right let's get right. into it. Let's go. Right. I don't know what you got for me, brother. But if it's your first time, you gotta kind of, you know, just pepper him with the jab. Keep at a distance, pepper him with the jab, see what he's coming at you with, and work from there. <laughs> Mark with glasses, you a fool. You get a lifetime ban showing up with Listen, Bill. listen, here's the thing. I lifetime banned myself from their house. I wasn't over there. I wasn't over there. I Ever since then, I have never been back there. I love you. I, I, if my brother hears this, I love you. I love your family. Thank you for the hospitality. I, you know. However. That's it. Semicolon, comma, but. However. Mm, I stayed Coogee down to the slot. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to. You got to. Because, listen, I don't want to go to nowhere for Thanksgiving where I I am more than confident that I can make everything there. I don't want to do that. Why would I do that? Why would I? Either I can purchase it or I can make it. Mm -mm, don't do that. So, hey, our chat is what makes our show. So, Absolutely. of course, my guy Mark says, put it up on the poll because me and Mark went there yesterday with mm -hmm. the light plate, heavy plate, first time. So, it's up on the poll. Go mm -hmm. to YouTube right now. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Poll question of the day. Hey, what does the first plate at Thanksgiving look like? What does it look like? Is it yeah. full, overflowing, half it's, full, or is it light? I think let I us think know what you think. I think it's like how people put their tissue in their bathroom. You know, some people go over, over some people go under. under. It's no yeah. way to it's no wrong way to do it. As long as you know yourself and you, you know, stay within yourself. You got to you got to stay within yourself. Because if you're that person that's talking all that time, I'm gonna whoop everybody in space. This thing's got I've been practicing all year. And then you eat that first plate and you go out. You look crazy. Mm -hmm. You look funny in the light. You didn't set yeah. yourself up. I'm saying yeah. you have to evolve. We're evolved exactly. eaters, bro. Exactly. Because we've made yeah. those mistakes early on. Yeah, right? yeah. Now yeah. we understand. Like, y'all, we want the full experience. Yeah. We're all for that. Everything has to be on my plate to start off. We oh, know absolutely. how to pace ourselves. You know, Let me tell you, we, don't, we don't stay stuck in tradition. That's that's what we're trying to say so, today. So my family, the women used to make the plates for the most part. They used to make the plate, give it to their husband, give it to their uh, son, give it to whoever, give it to their brother. You know, that was the deal. Right. And once I got once I got older, I don't know what happened. We just stopped doing that. And I'm like, oh, I'm old enough to make my own play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some everything on this thing. I was slapping whatever on there. Rookie mm -hmm. mistake. Rookie mistake. I didn't even like half of the food that went on that plate. It was not. You know, I've now learned that go get what you want and go get it. Go get a, a heavy quantity. Go go put something on it now. Go, you know, put something on it and roll from yeah. there. You know, that, that's my personal philosophy in terms of eating these days with a good play. You got to got to know yourself. I got Irish burnt ends. 84. I think it depends on the setting. If mm. it's formal sit down, you have to go in heavy. If it's okay. a grazing affair, you need to have some balance. So you are still in the game in 90 minutes. Okay. Okay. Irish burn ends. That's mm -hmm. that's a fair assessment. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I, I'll say this. For me personally, if I'm at a formal setting, that's when I really want to do more grazing than anything else. 
because if I'm like with with you know folks that I'm not exactly like this is like a work thing or it's not like a, a you know some type of event where I'm with some investors something like that okay let me eat gently and delicately and not let mm-hmm. these people know baby I'm from the project I used to sleep on the floor the carpet was this thick and under that was concrete I don't want to eat like that in front of those types of folks now my family they know they know what the deal is they know me already. We gonna we gonna throw down on there, but I will say this: I do agree with the grazing affair thing. But let me tell you something: Have you ever been to a grazing affair where the food was actually good? That's I have a question. I have it. I have to I, think anytime, about that. Anytime I'm at one of those joints where everybody, to me, you know how good the food is because you hear silence for at least a good two three minutes. Like yes. when everybody first get their plate, are oh, you? <clears throat> so you're at a banquet and everybody's up walking around while they're supposed to be eating. The, yeah. Hello. You know the mashed potatoes ain't mashed enough. You know, it just ain't. Mm, babe, so you, you ain't put no sour cream in these things? You ain't put. Yeah. You just, so you just grind the potatoes, put some butter in it, and, and that was it. No chives, no nothing. No. Okay. More power to you. More power to you. But, you know, I, me, me personally, if I'm at a grazing event, you know, those are the events I like to show my face at. I like to show my face and get on out of Dodge. You know, I, hey, how is everybody doing? All right. Hey, I, I just, I'm so happy to see y'all, y'all. You know, it's, it's so beautiful to see y'all, y'all here today. And then you get on out of there and get to the heavy play. Get to where you, because, you know, you, you can't play around because you mess around to stay at the grazing event too long in a place with the heavy plate that ran out of food or they running low on food. And, you know, you can only get by one plate. You know, that, that's why I always love my Auntie Lynn again. Love you, honey. Love you. She knew when I was when I start growing and all that, and I had to be a practice or thing X Y and Z was going on that week. She would put that plate aside so that as soon as I can, Kenton mm-hmm. nephew, how you doing, baby? Here's your plate. I, I already know what you like on that thing. You know, it was a good time. It was a good time. So. Hey, so check this out. We're going to bring up the fact that Notre Dame fans are very upset about the fact that mm-hmm. Audrey Estime was not considered or added to the semifinal list of the Dope Walker Award. Notre Dame fans were going crazy yeah. on social media, and even Audrey Estimate, and I, I had a problem with this, you know, Audrey Estimate tweeted out that, similar to the Michigan football players, yeah. first of all, get your own joint. Yeah. Don't get your own joint, Audrey. Don't do, no. Nah. At bet, now nah, I was weak sauce. You should have found a better response, your own customized response. Not Fair something enough. that the Michigan players did. Secondly, I agree. He should be on that semifinal list. But this mm-hmm. is what I was saying, because yesterday on the show, we asked the question, where does Audrey Estimate stand amongst the all-time running backs at Notre Dame? People had, they didn't even have him in the top 10. So I'm like, y'all didn't even have him Ooh. in the top 10, but y'all super upset about him not making a dope walker semifinal list? And I know they're independent of one another, but I just thought it was interesting. But it goes to this, bro. It goes to this. What has been left out of Thanksgiving dinner that needs to be added? Now, see, like, most people wouldn't put jerk chicken Mm -hmm. into the Thanksgiving dinner. That's something that, you know, we were allowed to bring to the table. And mom said, hey, I I got you. Like, we want to know what... What dish would you like brought maybe from another culture? Like, dude, I have I, friends. I have Puerto Rican friends, dude. I love mofongo. Mm-hmm. I love tostonos or yeah. tostones. I can have it, dude. I can I, have it for Christmas. I can have it for Thanksgiving. I don't matter. If it's on the menu, I'm fine. 
See, I want to know, Pat, let us know. Is there anything you would bring from another culture? I don't want the green bean casserole. Y'all can keep that. Keep it. Keep it. Keep, keep that. that. Keep that. Right? The potato I, salad. I don't, even, the, I don't even want to get my answer. I don't even want to get my answer because, I, see, I felt good giving the dressing stuff in there. So I, I felt good because I was devaluing something that's overvalued. But mm-hmm. I'm about to put some value on something that already costs too much. Already costs way too much. I don't know what happened, but the price of these skyrocketed overnight. Oxtails. You got to have them oxtails. You got to put, you got to put them oxtails on you the flow. You're putting it in a stew. You putting it like grill, bringing them out of the oven with the own gravy to it. Because grilled oxtails, that's interesting. You I've never, never had, had grilled oxtails. Oh, I've never had. I never had. A you know, you can cut them skinny. My so my, well, my family stew. does. My family does it. They boil it all day. They, they, them things is boiling all day, throwing in ingredients all day. You know, that's, that's just the reality of them things. And let me tell you now, I, I, I like my oxtails like I like my women. They dark and thick. Okay. Those are just, that's, that's what it got to be in order for me to be happy with them oxtails. Now I don't want none of them light skin oxtails. You keep them away from me. Uh, but you put that thing in that stew, you get that just right with that little browning sauce. You get that just right over that better ice. Mmm, them little plantains on it. Mmm, hold on now, hold on. You're talking to talk. You're talking to talk that I need to hear. We honestly, I think that there are very few holidays where you can't do oxtails. I think summer holidays are kind of keep oxtails off to me because it's too hot, and you got to make oxtail again. The way my family makes oxtails, it's all day thing. It's all day. So absolutely, you know, you you heating up the house all day. Don't do that for the Fourth of July. What are we doing here? Don't do that for Juneteenth. You know, well, uh, hold on now, Juneteenth, we might we might need the fire box. That maybe hey, hey, that's the one somehow. But Labor Day, all that, you know, keep that, keep it under wraps, keep it under wraps, bring it yeah. back out for the winter holidays, you know, and all that good stuff. But I love me some oxtails. Let me. We need to add that to the Thanksgiving repertoire. But those are hard to make. If your family can't cook, something. do not put oxtail on that meat. You just go drive up the price playing around. Don't do it. Did you see the brothers? Which one of them was on house arrest already? They got arrested. For stealing yeah, all yeah. of the oxtails they yeah. stole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't mad at them because, like you said, the price of oxtails has gone through the absolute. The roof is the ceiling, as Michael Jones. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Stealing that much meat is deplorable. It's shameful. It's downright disgusting. It's eroding the fabric of our society. If you stole some oxtails, tell me where you at. Tell me where you at. <laughs> tell me how much you're selling for, brother. Tell me how much you sell them. But I, I, not me. Not me because I don't buy stolen goods. That's not me. I don't operate like that. Tell me where they are so I can report them and have them shut down immediately. Especially if they fresh out the store. Like if they real fresh, they let me know where yeah. they're So I can get it shut down immediately. Notre Dame fans, do you feel like Aldrich Estebe has been or has suffered I'm, being left off? The Doka Walker, Walker Award semifinal list. Do you feel like something's been stolen from him? I want to yeah. know. Do you feel like something's been stolen from Aldrich Estimate? You saw him against North Carolina yeah. State. Yeah. Look, this is my only pushback. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be on the list, bro. Mm-hmm. I look at others and how they performed in the biggest games. Yeah. Aldrich yeah. Estimate in the biggest games. Uh, and then Malik asked me yesterday, Give me one. He said, I can give you a Kyron Williams moment. I can give you a Josh um, 
a CJ Prostice moment against North Carolina State when he went 94 yards. Mm-hmm. He just started. He said, every running back, I can give you a moment. Yeah. That beauty pageant moment. He said, Aldrich, what did, and the only thing I could come up with was the, the uh, Duke touchdown at the end of the game to close it out. That, that was really it. So, so here's where I think Audrey Estime suffers. He suffers from the, the diversity of this offense and how many other guys are getting touches, how many other guys are getting involved. If you look at most of the guys who – and can you name the finalists for me just, just so I can be sure here? Because I know for a fact that the guy from Oklahoma State is one of them. Uh, Ali Gordon the second. Ali Gordon, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Omarion Hampton is there as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Those guys have very non-split backfields. They're getting the lion's share of the touches. Like there's yeah. behind Omarion Hampton, their second leading rusher at USC, UNC is their quarterback, Drake May. Ali Gordon, the second. Let me tell you something right now. Okay. That boy is putting that. We need to make sure that his back is still stable after carrying this team up the hill the entire year. Nobody else has done precious little, if anything. For Oklahoma State, I do agree that Audrey Estime, when you give him the ball, if he was asked to be, you know, the bell cow 24-7, I'd absolutely give it to him. In terms of his impact on the game, this comment from Mark with the glasses, last two years, never lost a game where he had on the yard. Well, guess what needs to be done? Guess what? Keep it simple, stupid. All these offensive coordinators want to be, we want to be cute. We want to be tricky. We want to, why run power when we can run uh, power fake wide banana. Why do mm-hmm. that? You know, which, we're gonna... which they ran like how many times against North Carolina State? But but that's my point exactly. Sometimes you can just look at the team and say, hey, we're bigger than you. We're stronger than you. We're more physical than you. We got an offensive line that's better than yours. We look better than you. We can make a dollar quicker than you. Our shoes better than yours. Our car better than yours. We're going to run the ball downhill at you until you prove you can stop us. And I think that that's what's held Notre Dame back at multiple points this year. The reluctancy to do that. The reluctancy to stick with it and say, you know what? Yeah, they stopped us for a couple drives, but guess what? Joe Art leaning on you in the first quarter ain't the same as him leaning on you for the 35th time in the fourth quarter. That just ain't how it worked. Gaines leaning on you for the first time ain't the same as when he leaned on you for the 40th time. All of a sudden, you get a little bit heavier. They get a little bit uh, – uh, those hands get a little bit tighter on you, you know. So, I mean, the reality is, you know, I like Audrey Estimate, but, again, he just suffers from the fact that this team kind of spread the wealth around a little bit as opposed to um as opposed to you know him being the guy 24/7 like hey he's it and that's it lucky lefty podcast we thank you guys for joining us once again youtube subscribe the thumbs up smash it for us hit the notification bell every time we go live you'll know you'll be locked in lucky lefty pod on x or twitter however you want to talk about it and don't forget cfb nation as always, presented by Twisted T. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify daily. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Say it with me. You already know. We spin it different. That's what we do. Great conversation with our brother Ken Gibbs today. Once again, locked on ACC, locked on Wolfpack. Dude, what else, bro? I mean, dude, the portfolio is getting extra large. What else do you have going on? I mean, listen, that's, you know, locked on Wolfpack, locked on ACC, and locked on College Football Live. Uh, Facts over acts as well, and those are the only podcasts that I'm doing at the moment. But, you know, 
Um, I'm, I'm always excited to come on the Lucky Lefty podcast. I'll tell you what, it's, it's always a great time. It's always a great time. I hate people that, you know, take ball too serious and like, oh, ball is life. We need to talk ball yeah. for the next. Listen, yeah. you know, these you, you got a great crew here. You got a great crew in this audience. You got a great crew in the comments. And it'd be a shame. It'd be a shame for them to not attempt to crucify me over uh, stuffing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I, I want to lose it. I want to lose it. I, I want to bring everybody back. I want to bring everybody back. Just know I am a, a yam and mac and cheese guy, big time. That yam, mac and cheese green, when you get them all on the same fork. So you don't mind them touching? No, no, not See, at all. Malik has a problem with his food touching. I'm like, come on. You got to grow up. My big brother is the same way. He's the same way. He he likes all his food, you know, super separate. Don't want wet foods touching dry foods, even if yeah. it's double, even if it's double wet, double hot. He just don't like them touching each other. He just, you know, and I'm just like, listen, it's all going down the same place. It's all going, you know, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? We can taste the flavor. Let, let them mix a little bit. Let them get in there, you know, get together. See what happens. It, it'll be, it, it's a parade inside your taste buds. Let it happen. Just let let the spirit of the fork flow through you. You you are just the vessel. They're experiencing what the fork has gotten you too, brother. You, you yeah. got to understand that. You got to understand it. Everybody, have a fantastic and blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy your families. If you're traveling, safe travels. Godspeed over you that you get back to your destination and safety after you're done spending time with the family over the holiday, man. I got some big coupons. I'm about to go shop, bro. I'm about to go shop and enjoy myself and enjoy my family. Bro, let me know if you're getting that Chicago ticket because I got you. I got absolutely. You. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to all the folks on Lef Lucky Lefty Podcast. And more importantly than that, don't act too crazy on Black Friday. They don't even got Black Friday deals like they used to, okay? Them TVs used to be so cheap. Even if you caught a charge beating up somebody granny over it, it would be cheaper to get the TV on discount and pay for the lawyer and pay for the court fees than it would be to just get the TV whole price. It's not the same no more. Again, you know, the same thing I said about those people stealing meat, okay? If you know somebody who's stealing 70-plus-inch TV, tell me where they are so I can go get them shut down post-haste. Post-haste, I'll get them shut down. I mean, but we don't do we don't do the black market though. No, we no, we, we don't. don't do we, we, we shut don't. down the black market because again, it's dangerous. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Lucky lefty man, spin it different today. We appreciate you guys.